You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, May 5th, and you're listening to the College Football Daily. I'm your host, Nick Costco, and we have a loaded show for you today. Minnesota head coach P.J. Fleck is going to join me to talk about the team's progress through last season going into the 2022 campaign, what it's like coaching up this team in spring with a bunch of veterans, obviously some young guys coming in as well, including quarterback Tanner Morgan coming back as well, Muhammad Ibrahim, the running back as well, two six-year guys looking to make an impact for the Gophers this coming season. And P.J. Fleck, boy, he's got a lot of energy, let me tell you. That is no secret. I'm pretty sure everybody knows that P.J. Fleck has a lot of energy if you just watch him on the sidelines, you hear him in interviews, and I'll tell you what, he would, there, there was no shortage of that when talking to the head coach for a sit-down interview at basically 11 in the morning. Uh, on any given day, he had his coffee ready, he was ready to go. I love the energy, and there's a new mantra. Row the boats is still there, folks. Don't worry. If you're if you're a big Minnesota fan and you want to row the boats this year, that's still there. But PJ has a new mantra for you Gopher fans out there. If you haven't heard it already, it's a good one. So here's my conversation with Minnesota football head coach PJ Fleck. Please be joined now by Minnesota football head coach PJ Fleck. Coach, first of all, thank you for joining me here this afternoon. I got to ask you. What was this offseason like for you this time around going into 2022 now? All right, so you got you guys bounced back a little bit in 2021, more of a normal season, normal offseason now. So what was it like going through the winter and now heading into the spring, almost into the summer now? Well, I think that, you know, we're getting back to some type of normalcy. You know, 2020 was challenging for everybody. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't count, but uh, there's a lot of things that were outside of our control, you know, with 35 players being out at one time, COVID running rampant, people opting out. I don't know how you can give any validity to that year whatsoever, to be honest. Uh, what we did was do everything we can to be the best team we could possibly be, continue to be there for our players, be the most empathetic program in the country for each other. And I think that helped us in, in, in 2021. You know, there were some games that we'd love to have back, but there's also some games that we won that were incredibly close. Uh, and finishing the year with a, a nine-win season for us was, uh, again, for me as a head coach, I felt like I failed the team because I didn't feel like I got the most out of them. And that's how I evaluate me. But we did win nine games, which was for the fourth time in the history of the program, uh, nine-plus wins. So we did a lot of really good things, but we also knew that we have a lot of meat left on the bone. With a lot of the core guys returning, they've attacked the offseason tremendously. Uh, from January all through right now, we play our spring game on Saturday. Uh, they have done nothing uh, but overachieve, pick them up, put them down. Whatever we put in front of them, they've just crushed. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. This is a really fun team to coach. A lot of guys who have played a ton of football. And our whole motto for the year has been break the boring. Um, I think there's a lot of people who, you know, during COVID, when we weren't working, wanted to go back to work. And there are people that now that you get back to work, now you don't want to work. You know, you always want what you can't have. Uh, and so we just wanted to break boring. We wanted to bring a, you know, a shining light to this, this city and uh, a lot of energy back to our program uh, after, you know, so many times being apart. And I think we accomplished that. 
So when you talk about break the boring, you mentioned that there's a good amount of veterans coming back. And so before we actually get into those veterans, I actually wanted to ask you about, you guys came out with the number 49 recruiting class overall, according to the 24-7 sports composite, uh, go for, for 2022. So a solid recruiting class. How do those young guys mesh in with this veteran core group of players that you mentioned that are coming back for next season? Yeah, I think it's harder and harder uh, to sit and look at evaluations of numbers of where people rank in recruiting. Besides people who are taking 25 high school players a year, uh, we took less high school players than we ever did last year because we had so many players returning. And then we hit the portal for six or seven kids and six or seven kids are going to be immediate impact starters. And they don't get, they don't get put into the, the those rankings too. Um, and this year, I mean, we've got, like I said, five, six starters that I think can play for anybody in the country. So that's part of that recruiting class. But I think that what we've done is we talk about this breaking the boring, you know, we talk about trained behavior becomes boring habits. And what you do during those boring habits create instincts. They're either elite instincts or they're bad instincts, but they're instincts. So when you get in that boring stage, you better embrace that boring stage and you better better find a way to not make it boring where you're still getting 100%. And this team is doing that academically. They're the highest GPA in the history of the program. Socially, our guys are doing the right thing off the field, and we're building relationships left and right. Spiritually, they're believing in something bigger than themselves. And then athletically, these guys, like I said, have, have taken the next right step as a team to keep coming together. Now, nothing's guaranteed, but they've done everything we've asked them to do up until this point. Now, you mentioned, so going back to your breaking the boring mantra here, Tanner Morgan, quarterback, Muhammad Ibrahim, the running back. These guys are coming back. These guys are veterans of the program. They know all about you and your style in Minnesota football. Now, obviously, Muhammad tours ACL, or excuse me, tours Achilles last year. He had a bad injury. He decided to come back. Tanner Morgan, same thing, decided to come back. One last run for these guys. How do they break the boring, so to speak, knowing that they have been here so long, you've seen them at their height just a couple of years ago. Obviously, there were some struggles over the past couple of seasons as well. What do these guys have to do to get back to that, to basically to the peak of their power? in 2022 for Minnesota? Well, they got to keep chasing the challenge. You know, I think one of the things you got to do every day is fight human nature. I think every day everybody's got to wake up and, and embrace challenge. No challenge is coming. Want challenge. Find a way to get it. Find a way to create it. And those guys definitely do. Um, you know, Muhammad Ibrahim did not have to come back. And he's had a long rehab. He's 100% healthy. He's going through Ramadan right now, so he's not going to be involved in spring ball. But you talk about a guy who breaks boring. Tuesdays and Thursdays, he's up at 3.30 in the morning working out with our running back coach, strength coach, equipment managers, and our trainers. And that's that's breaking boring. We had to file an NCAA waiver for that because we're not allowed to start earlier. But because of his religious beliefs, we got him to be able to do that. And he, he's attacked it. That's that's challenging. Tanner Morgan, getting Kirk Sharaka back is really going to help him. Uh, but I, I think Tanner is... So perfect for what we do and how we do it. Uh, he's the all-time winningest quarterback in Minnesota, but you got to break that. You got that, that's boring now. Nobody cares anymore. Now you got to find a way to be able to keep chasing the challenge, and he has. Uh, and he's embraced finding a way to live in that struggle and thrive in that struggle constantly. Um, and, you know, his, his father passed away last year. Uh, he still led us to nine wins. Uh, again, there's there's so many things that these guys have overcome. John Michael Schmitz is back, uh, who I think is probably the leading contender for the Remington Award winner at center uh, for next year. But again, he won't tell you that. I'll tell you that. Uh, but he's one of the best centers in the country. Uh, Chris Altman-Bell back again. Because guys really care about the program. They care about each other. They care about the culture. Uh, and they want to see Minnesota on top. And uh, I give them a lot of credit for investing in each other. More on what to come next after this short break. Keep it locked here to College Football Daily. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky 
co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. So, Coach, going back a couple of years ago in 2019, you guys are this close, and I mean inches away from that Big Ten championship game. And then, of course, you mentioned before 2020, basically just throw it out the window for pretty much everybody, whether you were successful or not successful. And then last year, get back to that nine-win season. So you're approaching back to where you guys were in 2019, where everyone, seemed, as I mentioned before, was playing at the peak of their powers. What do you have to do to recapture that magic, or, or is it something different now in 2022 for you guys to compete for a Big Ten championship coming out of a Big Ten West that seems like now it's starting to rise? Everyone's improving over in that division over in the West. Well, there's fantastic coaches in the Big Ten. I, th- I think the Big Ten across the board has some of the best coaches in the country. And one thing that has happened is there's a lot of cultural sustainability now in the Big Ten. I don't think anybody even left the Big Ten this year. Uh, everybody's still there. Uh, and they built really solid programs. No matter who it is, all 14 from top to bottom have solid programs with solid cultures, solid culture- coaches, and, uh, and, and, and really good rosters. I think for us, like last year, we were, you know, we were one play away with Nebraska almost beating Iowa going to the Big Ten Championship, but we allowed it to be in somebody else's control, right? And we learned that lesson. But we were one play away, right, from going to the Big Ten Championship last year. And then we were one series away uh, from going to the championship in 2019. So we've been close, but close gets you cut, almost gets you fired. That's the type of profession we're in. Uh, so we've got to be able to break. We, we talk about those three things, Nick, and it, it sounds redundant, but we have to be able to break boring. We have to do it for each other. Right. And if we do that, we can sort of new heights. But we have things in our program, like called 78%, finding ways to win, knowing how to win, winning the one possession games. What does it take to win the one possession games? Why did we lose, you know, certain games that could have helped us, uh, you know, within getting back or getting to the Big Ten championship? And our guys are very honest. They want the transparency. They want to be coached. They want to know exactly why. Uh, And that's what I love about this generation. Some people don't like it. I love it. I love that they always ask why, because in our program, you can always ask why. Why do we do this? Why do we do that? Why do we have this? Why do we have that? I'll tell you exactly why. This team chases that word all the time, why. And I think that's why they've got a chance to be really good. You guys kind of remind me of what Michigan did last year. Now, everyone said, you know, Ohio State, Ohio State, Ohio State, maybe Wisconsin over the Big Ten West. This is what the Big Ten is. It's It's Ohio State and it's everybody else. No one really gave Michigan credit. They go out and beat Ohio State. 
and they win a Big Ten championship and get to the playoff. I say you guys remind me of them only because you're you're knocking on the door. It's been twice now where you're on the cusp of getting to that championship game. Do you feel like what Michigan was able to do last year can all, can basically give you a model or a, some sort of path to say, you know what, Michigan did this, broke the Ohio State mold. Why not us? Do you have that type of mentality? Why not us? Well, I think we've always had that. You know, that's why we're here. That's why we've signed a new contract here. That's why we love living here. That's why we love making a life here in the Twin City area. Uh, it's a wonderful place to live. It's a wonderful place to go to school uh, with incredible resources and opportunities. And uh, so why not us? You know, and I think everybody in the Big Ten right now is saying that uh, because the parity across it is better than it's ever been. But we're going to focus on us. We have to focus on Minnesota. Um, you know, nobody's going to put more pressure and nobody's going to put more expectations and no one's going to challenge us more than ourselves. They know we're very close um, and you got to get close before you get there. Uh, and we're taking all the necessary next right steps for that to happen. And one thing I love about it, we can't predict just one year, hey, this is the year or this is going to happen. But we've been in the fight and been in the hunt and been in the conversation over the last few years. And that's all we can keep doing. And sooner or later, the more times you're in the hunt, it gives you a better chance to actually finally accomplish it. So we'll just keep changing our best every day, keep focusing on Minnesota, and keep focusing on how we can make our program better and learn from our past to create our future. Does that give you that extra motivation knowing that you have these experiences? And and sometimes people can just live with constant success. Sometimes people can't live without, you know, they they go uh, season to season and they say, you know what, we we were this close, this close, this close. I don't know if I could do it anymore. What's that motivation like for you as a head coach for this football program, knowing that you had your ups and downs, but do you embrace those ups ups and downs rather than say, you know what, we weren't successful. I can't deal with this. Do you embrace those those ups and downs? Well, I think every program has their challenges, right? I mean, you know, uh, a nine-win season, at Ohio State, that's probably not going to be very good, right? For us, nine-win season, we've only had four of them in the history of our school, right? And so when you look at it, it's all relative, okay? So for us, we're just working on taking the next right step. And we know where this program can be. We've seen how close we can be to getting there. And we are not afraid to keep embracing our past, looking at our past, learning from our past, but not living in it, you know? And I think that's what I love about this football team is they're willing to go back. They're willing to to reopen some of those scars on film, uh, on cultural learning uh, of what costs us those games, and then be willing to change because change is really truthful listening. You got to be true to yourself. To be true to yourself, you got to know where you've been. You got to be willing to go back and at least look at it, learn from it, uh, and then you got to listen to where you can go. Uh, And I think our team has done a really good job of that. So again, guarantees, who knows? Uh, my job is to get the most I possibly can out of the football team that's in front of us. You know, last year we lost five tailbacks. We had four wideouts out half the year, but we still found a way to win nine games. And people talk about the offense not being so good. And I get that, but we still won nine games and we made some changes. And Kirk Turok is back and we fought through injury. We overcame a lot of things. And again, we learned from all those things about what we can do and that it takes all of us. One last one for you, Coach. Uh, your message to the fans. And now I know you have a new mantra this year, but we're still rowing the boats, right? We're still, we're still rowing oh, we're always the rowing here. the boat. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> no, row the boat is our is, is the culture, right? The hyperculture, row the boat. But breaking boards, just just for right now. I like it. So your your one last message to the fans. Going go again. Spring practice. It's almost done. Summer's going to come. The, everyone has that lull, but then we get back into football mode in August, and everyone's like, all right, Minnesota football's back. What do we do? What are the expectations? What can you say to all – basically, what can you say to Gopher Nation going into the 2022 season? I think it's just a great time to, to be a Minnesota fan, period. 
Uh, you got the Timberwolves in the playoffs. You got the Twins in first place. I mean, you, you've got a gopher football right around the corner here. Uh, it's just a wonderful time uh, to be in the Twin City area. And I hope that, you know, we talked about at the beginning, this cultural sustainability. Uh, and people are going to love our culture, love our program, love how we do it. Uh, and I hope they know that we, we've been in the hunt. We've been in the fight consistently. And sooner or later, one of these times, it can happen. And not sure when that's going to happen. I can't predict that future. Uh, but I, I hope our, our fans are really proud of what we're doing on and off the field. I uh, hope they're excited about the season. They should be. And our players are working really hard uh, to put a great product on the field for them here come the fall. Coach, really appreciate the time. As always, good luck this season. I'll keep rolling the boats for you as well. And uh, break the boring. I'm going to start, start using that. Summer, summer's going to be different this season. It's, it's going to be a little bit different. I, li- I like that. I'll keep using that. You got it, Nick. Roll the boats, guy, man. Go Gophers and, and go T-Wolves tonight. Big thanks once again to Minnesota coach P.J. Fleck for joining me on the College Football Daily. Boy, that, he is he's a spark plug. He's a, he's, a, he's a bundle of joy, bundle of energy. You got to love a head coach who can just express his love and gratitude for a program and his energy to make a program that much better. They're going to be a fascinating watch in 2022 as they try to compete for a Big Ten title and a improving and improving Big Ten West to say the least as well. That's going to do it for me. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at NickCosco59 N-I-C-K-K-O-S-K-O 59 on Twitter. Make sure to follow 24-7 Sports on Twitter as well at 24-7 Sports. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts at the College Football Daily whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts wherever you find them. Go like and subscribe give us a five-star review as always. We'll see you next time. Once again, you've been listening to the College Football Daily. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day, in the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount Plus.